Greeny with Mike Greenberg, the podcast. NBA free agency is upon us. Moves being made all over the place. But are they the right ones, including with the Knicks? It is Canty and Carlin in for Greeny this morning on ESPN Radio and on ESPN Plus. Not to mention your smart speaker. We are presented by Progressive Insurance. Christopher Canty, good morning. Welcome to Wednesday. What's happening, big fella? How you doing? Oh, I feel like $100. We have got a lot cooking today. Well, well, CC, we got a problem because Keyshawn is up to it again. He's at it again. We got got to figure out what Key's got going on with his real rankings. I don't understand why this guy decides he's going to try to put together lists. But we got to pick apart the latest edition of Key's Real Rankings. Can't wait. You know what I love? You know what I love right away? Keyshawn went from Keyshawn to this guy. Yeah, this guy. This guy. (laughs) Because we keep trying to tell him, don't be that guy. He's he's being that guy. That guy. (laughs) We will get to him. We'll get to some more uh, intellectual property theft on the part of the morning show uh, as well later on, which I'm not too thrilled about. Canty, we've got a very special, special game today, and it is called Who Said It? Kanye or Kyrie? We will get to that a little bit later. We might as well throw another name in there too: Kanye, Kyrie, or Keyshawn. How about that? <laughs> Let's play that game. <laughs> we'll be here all day. <laughs> throw, throw it in there too. We'll be here all day. <laughs> Meanwhile, let's just roll. Here we go. Go, go. Only one place to start, and that is with the Knicks. As free agency is upon us, and we've got so much to get to with the Bulls as well. But the Knicks clearing out cap space with Nerlens Noel and Alec Burks getting traded away. Last night, they cleared out about 17 more million in cap space for that ultimate huge move. The difference maker in terms of a championship. And that is Jalen Brunson that the Knicks have their eyes set on in free agency. Looks like they can offer him around four years and $110 million. And that appears to be what the plan is. And look, Chris, I I look at this situation and all I can think of is Leon Rose has really reached a a desperation point. Uh, The Knicks have made moves over the last few years that have not worked out. They have handed over money to Julius Randle after one phenomenal season, and he absolutely disappointed them in virtually every way last year. And now we are going to stake our hopes on bringing in a point guard of Uh, Jalen Brunson's stature, which is pretty good. He's a pretty good player, but we're now pinning all of that, including R.J. Barrett's development on Jalen Brunson, and boy, that's asking a lot. I don't know that it is, though, Carlin, and here's the thing. As far as Julius Randle is concerned, the Knicks had to pay somebody, Carlin, and Julius Randle (laughs) was an all-NBA performer a couple of seasons ago, led the Knicks to a 41-31 and record, which was good for fourth in the Eastern Conference. And I'm sorry if you looked at the last decade of Knicks basketball, the fact that you're talking about your team hosting a playoff series in the first round, that was a huge step in a positive direction for Leon Rose and for Tibbs. So I'm not going to be critical of this regime. And I understand you're talking about some of the moves, you're highlighting some of the missteps that the Knicks have made the last couple of years. The one thing that I think they've gotten right, which has become their M.O., is that they've maintained maximum flexibility with their salary cap and they continue to stockpile a war chest of assets. You're talking about this team having 11 first-round picks over the next seven seasons, Carlin. So for me, when I look at this situation and getting Jalen Brunson, 
it puts the Knicks in a good position because now you have somebody that can orchestrate the offense and that can help your young players like R.J. Barrett, like Emmanuel Quickly, like Obi Toppin make incremental improvement. And, Carlin, you're hoping that a couple of those guys become the main attraction in terms of what can draw other star players to New York because it's not going to be Jalen Brunson. I don't think it's Jalen Brunson, but Jalen Brunson is a critical piece in the plan that Leon Rose and Tibbs are laying out on how the Knicks can become a contender over the next three or four years. Great conversation this morning on Get Up with Tim Bontemps and Brian Windhorst, ESPN NBA writers on this very situation. The Knicks are a desperate team that are doing desperate things. This is a desperate thing. And they have struck out time and again. They signed Julius Randle a couple summers ago because they went into that summer thinking maybe we'll get Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving. Maybe we'll get somebody else. Everybody turned them down. They ended up with Julius Randle and a bunch of role players. That, yeah, yeah, that's the status of the what Knicks the Knicks have been for years. After we had a lot of superstars demanding trades mm-hmm. for a four-year mm-hmm. span, as the Knicks have positioned themselves to trade for a superstar, we've had a bit of a – the market's kind of dried out. A lot of the superstars are extending their contracts. Mm-hmm. So, And then they ha- the Knicks haven't exactly made themselves as fertile as it for, for – but, you know, it, th- that's their idea. Their idea is that they're going to take some of the players they have – and they're going to take all these draft picks and eventually get that player. But obviously it hasn't come to the fruition. Okay. That is the Good. funny thing. To Brian's point, the I, Knicks I have finally positioned themselves to yep. have the assets to get a star, and there's no stars to get. Exactly. And then the position of being a place that people want to come has not come back yet to the Knicks, that, of superstars wanting to be here. You know, when they hired Leon Rose, when they hired World Wide West, that was the idea, and this is a few years now that we're talking about. They brought them here to change the perception. I'm not going to say culture, but to change the perception around the league that it was a bad place to come. So now we're hiring Jalen Brunson's father, Rick Brunson. That's great. There's a great relationship with Leon Rose, and we're setting all up for this. Maybe it's just me. I still find myself skeptical that this is such a done deal because remember one thing, the Mavericks messed up by not offering him $55 million over four years in January. Yeah. Then, then they would give it to him after the trade deadline because they wanted to leave him there to be able to trade him in any kind of a package for a star. They didn't do it. They wanted to give him the money then, and he said no, smartly, and now he's about to get a whole lot more. The Mavericks can offer him five years and up to, reportedly, $175 million. I don't think they're going to offer no, him that much. No, no. I don't think they want to go from, we wouldn't give you $55 million in January to we'll give you $120 million more later, uh, just seven months later. But... I also don't think, Chris, that it's out of the realm of possibility, given how much Mark Cuban has talked about his biggest mistake as an owner was letting Steve Nash go to Phoenix, where he completely transformed himself into the Hall of Famer that he he was. I don't know that Mark Cuban is going to be interested in letting history repeat itself. Well... History wouldn't be repeating itself. I'm not saying Brunson is Nash, but I'm talking about... I was about about, to say, this is in terms of what Brunson means to the Mavs is not what Steve Nash, once upon a time, meant to the Mavs. I mean, you're talking about Luka Doncic being in that role in terms Mm -hmm. of the primary ball handler and the shot creator. So it's a different situation that the Mavs find themselves in with Jalen Brunson. And, And I just don't think that they need 
Jalen Brunson as much as the Knicks need Jalen Brunson. And that's why the Knicks are willing to blow past any offer that the Mavs are potentially willing to make. Now, the Mavs but the, but can they only really the Mavs, go to like 4 and 110. Yeah, and that's great. That the, Mavs, the, Mavs, the Mavs don't want to do that. They don't want to pay Jalen Brunson $175 million. I understand they got bird rights on him, but they've shown they don't want to pay him that kind of money because they don't think he's that caliber of player. But if you're in the position that the Knicks are in, you need Jalen Brunson. You don't have a oh, point yeah. guard. When's the last time the Knicks had a real point guard? They haven't. That wasn't past Mark their prime. Like Der- Derrick Rose had a couple of nice seasons with the Knicks, but we all realize he's on last legs. So the last time the Knicks had a point guard, you're talking about going way back to Mark yesterday Jackson. year in the 90s. That's what you're talking about. <laughs> yes. It's absolutely ridiculous. 30 years ago, Carlin, so you need a point guard. And the one thing that I would say is a positive for Jalen Brunson, you're talking about a 25-year-old player who became a full-time starter for the first time in his career halfway through this past season, and the guy averaged career highs in points, assists, and rebounds on 50% shooting. And Carlin, those numbers only went up once we got to the postseason where he averaged 21, 4, and 3. And oh, by the way, dropped 41 and 31 in two games that the Mavs won over the Jazz when Luka Doncic didn't play. Uh, here's that's what the, I know. That's, that's the kind of thing that you need for the Knicks. You need somebody that, that can be that catalyst for your offense because they can't find easy buckets. You need somebody that can get his own shot, that can create yep. shots for R.J. Barrett and Julius Randle, and Jalen Brunson fits that bill. So I don't understand why people want to be pessimistic about it. You're not getting a superstar. You're not getting a guy that's going to be an all-NBA player. But what you are getting is competent point guard play, and that puts your team on solid footing (laughs) to develop R.J. Barrett into one of those superstar kind of players that can be an attraction for other players to come to MSG. I'm tired of the Knicks' main selling point being Madison Square Garden and playing in New York and being New York's team. you got to have some players to go along with that. And R.J. Barrett, to me – is the guy that can develop into a player that other stars in the NBA want to come play alongside. Well, it hasn't been – Madison Square Garden hasn't been an attractive place to play. It doesn't mean anything to younger players. Like, if they're selling that, that's out the window. That's screw up No, guys one. love to come play in the Garden. They just don't want to play for the Knicks. And they want to they, – they don't – that's fine, exactly. They don't want to play here full time, but it doesn't have the special place that it used to have. Number two – you you just summed it up in one word in your description of Jalen Brunson and point guard play. Competent. Nick fans are tired of settling for we're going to go after that competent guy who's going to help us elevate. Now, you're right in that they have to get better. He's going to make them better. But for what's happened with management to try to create this to be a much better place, uh, here's what I know. They had to trade away one of their mistakes with a first-round pick to get rid of him in Kemba Walker, and now a couple of more of their mistakes they had to trade away in Alec Burks and Nerland's Noel so that they could go and get no, more no, cap no, space no, no, no. I'm not to go add competence. I'm not going to say that. Those guys weren't mistakes because those guys were instrumental in your team being able to make a run to the playoffs two years ago. Uh, it, those those had, weren't Chris, mistakes. They had one great season, and, and they not, completely and you need, fell and you off. Needed, and you needed that, Carlin. Do you know what the Knicks were before Leon Rose got there? Yes, I've do, watched do, them do, for the do, last do 20 wanna, years, but at the do, same do, time, do you Chris, they went right back to No, 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 I'm not going to let you gloss over it. I'm not going to let you gloss over it because we got to talk about this, man. The Knicks were god awful before yes. Leon Rose got there. The yes. season before Leon Rose got there, they won 21 games, and the year before that, they won 17. 
Chris, going in, going into the 2020-2021 season, their projected win total, the over-under, was 22 and a half. And they won twice as many games. They won 41 games. None and of Alex this Burks is anything that Nerland's I will argue. Noel, no, my problem is they went right back to it. But here's my point, though, Carlin, and here's what you're missing. Those guys served their purpose. They weren't mistakes. Those guys were the best of what you could do at the time, and those guys were actually players that wanted to come take your money on shorter-term deals so the team could maintain financial flexibility so they could find themselves in this position to improve. They're going to improve, and all it's going to cost them is money. Well, but all they, but it's not going to cost you're talking you about financial picks. flexibility, they just had to get a first-round pick to give up one of the guys, to get rid of one of the and guys. And you still got 11 over the next seven years. That's How fine. How many first-round picks what I do know. you need? That one year was a great year, and there's no question that they needed to have it, but... They weren't looking at it legitimately when they realized just how hard they had to play all season long with defense to have that kind of a year. Then they get to the playoffs, they get exposed for what they are, and then they took the step back to what they were before the year before before that first year. And we saw what we did this past year, and they were ready to fire the coach. So my point is, one great year was nice. They needed to have it, but they need a heck of a lot more than that. Yeah, and Jalen Brunson is going to help you get to that point, Carlin. With Jalen Brunson, the Knicks are a playoff team. They are a top-six team in the Eastern Conference. Oh, I think that's a big, big, big statement to make. We'll discuss it. We've got a lot to get into. As you can see, it's Greeny, presented by Progressive Insurance. Progressive Commercial Insurance flexes to fit your business needs. From quick repairs to adjustable coverages and even payment options, Progressive Commercial makes it easy to get what you need. Quote today in as little as six minutes at ProgressiveCommercial.com. It's Canty and Carlin in for Greeny on ESPN Radio and on ESPN+. Plus. There is another big name, another big name guard in free agency that Chicago needs to be concerned about. We will discuss that and what the future holds for those Bulls next. Canty and Carlin, ESPN Radio. Greeny, the podcast. Shopping for Mother's Day is usually a challenge because you wait until the last minute, but Macy's Gift Finder makes it incredibly fast and easy to find the right gift just in time for Mother's Day. Whether you're shopping for your sister's first Mother's Day or your fashionista mom who loves to make a statement, Macy's Gift Finder has so many great gift ideas that you can easily pick out something special to celebrate them both. You can shop by price, anywhere from 25 bucks and under to 100 bucks and under. You can also sort by category like fragrance, handbags, and more, or gift lists like for the mom who has everything, pre-wrapped gifts or gifts for grandma. Find top brands like Studio Pro Model Beats headphones, Polaroid cameras, and Samsung smart TVs. So what are you waiting for? Mother's Day is May 12th. It'll be here before you know it. Macy's has the perfect gift guide to make picking something for mom easy this year. Head to Macy's.com slash gift finder today. That's Macy's.com slash gift finder. Tired of ads interrupting your favorite sports podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music included with your Prime membership. Amazon Music offers the most ad-free top podcasts. Enjoy shows like First Take, Pardon the Interruption, and The Low Post available ad-free and uninterrupted. To start listening, download the Amazon Music app or go to Amazon.com slash ESPN Pods. That's Amazon.com slash ESPN Pods to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. 
Hi, this is ESPN's Mike Greenberg, and ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sports book of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today, and new users get $100 in bonus bets for making any sports book bet. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. I tell you, there is a lot of aggressive moves happening all over the place today. It is Canty and Carlin in for Greeny on ESPN Radio and on ESPN Plus. Also on your smart speaker and on Sirius XM Channel 80. Bubba is all bent out of shape right now because we were talking about intellectual theft earlier. And we'll get to that. A little problem with a, a common theme that I am putting together uh, when things are, are taken directly from our show uh, mm. in just a little bit. But how about Bubba looking up on the screen on first take and across the top, Chris, it says, who you got? As if, I mean, Bubba's face may as well be put right next to it. And, you know, Bubba is, he is, I mean, inconsolable right now. Is that fair to say, Bubba? I mean, I don't understand what's going on here. We look up there, we just say, who you got, which is the exact name, exact Spelling, exact phrases. Exact everything. The, the, the segment we've been doing for years since we've returned here, Greeny on ESPN Radio. And the one through line between Greeny and First Take is the producer of First Take used to work here on Greeny. Oh, so wow. So what do you think mm. that means? Oh, wow. You think he came up with this on his own? I think it means you're getting screwed. That's yeah, what I think I mean, it means. Geez. Hey, guys, what do you think we should do today? I, I think I, I've heard this. I don't know. I'm thinking this new segment, uh, Who You Got? We can just kind of come up with some topics. Who You Got? Yeah, that sounds good. <laughs> <laughs> well, here's the thing, Bubba. It's piracy, no doubt, but imitation is the greatest form of flattery, so you should be flattered that they are stealing your ideas and using them. Yeah, they can flatter me all the way to the bank account. Yeah, I was about to say flattery and fattening it up in the bank. Unbelievable. Uh, for sure. It is Canty and Carlin in for Greeny on ESPN Radio and on ESPN+. Plus. It's time to say goodnight to that check engine light with the free AutoZone Fix Finder service. It'll help you troubleshoot the likely cause of the light for free so you can drive with peace of mind. Restrictions apply. Get in the zone. AutoZone. There is another big-time free agent guard that the Knicks or rather that the Bulls now have to be concerned about, and that's their own guy in getting Zach Levine. Now, concern, maybe not so much, because it, according to Woj, it certainly sounds like Zach Levine is going to be coming back to the Bulls on a max deal mm, that is mm, five mm. years just under $200 million. Ooh, can you say that again, Colin? Wow. Just say it one more time for me. How five much? years just under $200 million. <laughs> Somebody hide Shaq. We'll get to that in a oh little bit. Oh, my gosh. So $40 but million dollars a year for Zach Levine. For Zach Levine. Love Listen, it. Listen, let's be fair. Last season, Zach Levine is averaging 25 points a game and is a big part of the Bulls, and they go and win 46 games last season. There's no doubt about it, especially when you consider the fact that the Bulls spent half the year without a point guard. I mean, Alex Caruso and Lonzo Ball both missed half the season, and you only mm -hmm. got one of those guys back in the postseason. So, yeah, I I'm with you. I think 
what Zach Levine did last year was tremendous, and the reason why the Bulls had the kind of flexibility when they can give him that kind of deal is because they got DeMar DeRozan on the cheap. You're talking about a player that had a depressed value last summer, and then he stepped in, you paid him $27 million a year, and guess what, Carlin? He ends up averaging 27, 28 points a game. So that's a win for the Chicago Bulls. I think they're in a good spot to be able to bring it back. The thing that's going to be the difference for them is the improvement that Lonzo Ball has made. Yeah. Because Lonzo Ball took a step, a huge step in terms of being more of a threat offensively last year. He's never been known as a prolific shooter, but last year in a limited sample size, you're talking about a guy that shot 42% from three, and he was taking seven three-pointers a game. You so know you, what, feel good, you feel good about Lonzo Ball moving in the direction that he's moving in, and that has to make you feel good about the Bulls running it back with that core of players. You know, you look at Lonzo Ball's career, there are so many things that he has done consistently to improve. Like, that's a guy that it's easy to see all of the improvements in, not just the three-point shooting, the overall shooting. And remember when Lonzo Ball couldn't hit the side of a barn with a free throw? I remember that. Yeah. I remember it was bad. Yeah. It was bad. He's a 75% free throw shooter now. You know, yeah. so he he's somebody that has been so much better and the Bulls got at the absolute right time uh, to be that guy that, you know, is really coming into his prime and has gotten much, much better. I, I look at the Bulls, and you're talking about top six teams in the East. Like, I don't look at the Bulls and think the Knicks are better than the Bulls if they get Jalen Brunson. It's close. And, Carla, mm. I, I think that's that's what it comes down to, those two teams. When we start talking about the field of playoff teams, not just the, not the play-in teams. I don't, I don't, the play-in doesn't matter, 7 through 10, whatever. But I'm talking about the actual, the actual top six teams. I think that sixth spot is going to be determined by three teams, the Bulls, the Knicks, and the Toronto Raptors, all three of those teams being right in there. Like, I think that's what it's going to come down to. And I think with the addition of Jalen Brunson and the improvement of R.J. Barrett and other young players on the Knicks roster, they have that potential to take that step and be one of those teams that's a top 16 that's not fighting in the play-in tournament in order to get to the postseason. I can Uh, see that for the New York Knicks. See, I can't. Not, not yet, and and the reason is, if we just look at the top six teams this past year, it didn't even include the Nets, and so do I think that the Knicks are anywhere near what the Heat, the Celtics, the Bucks, the Sixers, the Raptors, the Bulls, or the Nets are? That's seven. Well, well, Carlin, here's the thing. You say that, but the Nets were a factor a couple of years ago, and the Knicks were the four seed in the Eastern Conference. I understand. So, I mean, but so it's not. So it's not. Chris, and the Knicks. And the Knicks are we, markedly better. With, hold on. Let me say. Let me say this. The Knicks are markedly better this year if they get Jalen Brunson than they were two years ago. So I don't understand how you can rule out the possibility that they can be a top six seed. That part doesn't make sense to me. Because when I look at two years ago, if I'm being realistic about it, Chris, the Knicks treated the regular season with a whole lot more importance. And some other teams did, and but that was an aberration of a season. Under Tibbs. They're always going to play like that under Tibbs. They're yeah, always going to be locked They didn't this defenses. past year. They're they're always they didn't play that level this. of defense this past year. I mean, Fair this enough. is my point. Like that, the, the further we get a, 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 away from that season two years ago, it feels like that was the aberration, not this past year with what happened. Well, I, and think, I think the they, truth is somewhere in between. Well, you're, you you could be right. The one thing that I will say, though, which was a huge difference for this Knicks team this past year, is that they didn't have 
the production from the point guard spot. I mean, Kemba Walker was a non-factor, and Derrick Rose only played in 26 games. Now, you look back two years ago, and Derrick Rose was a godsend. I mean, he was in the conversation for six man of the year. So I think that was the biggest difference. You didn't have the consistency in production at the point guard spot. Now, all of a sudden, you you get that with Jalen Brunson. And so that's why I'm bullish on what the New York Knicks can be in 2022. And I and I am excited about what we're going to get from R.J. Barrett, from Quick, and from Obi Toppin. I, I really think Jalen Brunson makes that much of a difference. It's going to be exponential in terms of the jump that those young players are going to make because of how easy offense is going to be in the half court with Jalen Brunson. I think it will make a jump, but the problem is everybody else that's around him in front of them. I don't see any of those teams – now, granted, it's the start of the offseason. I don't see any of those teams falling off a cliff that would allow the Knicks to jump up. So let me ask you this question. More confidence right now. The Knicks sign Jalen Brunson. The Bulls sign Zach Levine. Who's the team that's not going to be in the play-in tournament that's going to be locked into the playoffs? The Bulls. The Bulls. Okay. Yeah. I would say right. that right now. Are the Knicks a play-in team? Yes. I would absolutely make the Knicks a play-in team with a chance to be a seventh seed. But I, mm-hmm. I, I mean, are the Knicks better than the Raptors? Mm-mm. I don't think so. Well, you're giving the Raptors the benefit of the doubt because of their coach, right? Nick Nurse. Yeah. It's, it's a different level. It's a different level, and you've seen them do it before. So I, I, I from a talent standpoint, I don't, I don't know. I, I can't say that the Raptors are head and shoulders above the Knicks. For as bad as everything went for the Sixers, they still won 51 games last year. Sure. Listen, man, I, I, I will say this. I, I think it's going to come down to those three teams. I think it's Toronto, it's the, it's the Bulls, it's the Knicks in terms of that sixth spot in the Eastern Conference. And to me, it's a flip of the coin. It's splitting hairs. That's how close it is if the Knicks get Jalen Brunson. It's Canty and Carlin in for Greeny on ESPN Radio and on ESPN+. Plus. The 2022 baseball season is in full swing, and you can be there to catch all action Live with Vivid Seats. Get out to the ballpark. Experience every home run, every web gem, every walk-off. With Vivid Seats rewards, you're going to start earning free tickets from your very first purchase. Buy 10 tickets, get the 11th free. That's like getting 10% back on every ticket. From the box seats to the bleachers, Vivid Seats has you covered with tickets at great prices all summer long. Just visit VividSeats.com or download the app today. Vivid Seats. Life happens live. Okay. Chris, one thing I have been talking about the last few days and tweeted about yesterday was that when you think about it, Kyrie Irving has really become the Kanye of the NBA in terms of <laughs> unpredictability, what he might say, what, what just absurdity might play into it. He, I mean, is that fair to say? I think he has been. That, that's fair to say. And to further your point, how Kyrie took aim at Stephen A. Smith yesterday, <laughs> I, I, I don't think we can stand for it on this show. We got to get into that at some point, too. Oh, there's no question. He he went yeah. at him hard, and Stephen A. came right back and oh. has receipts, and he's ready to bring them. <laughs> yeah, Stephen A. had that clap back. And, and, and had a little something extra at the end of it where he challenged Kyrie to meet him, to debate anytime, anywhere. So that's exciting. But we'll get into that. We'll got to, we got time for that. I don't want to interrupt you because you seem like you were in the middle of a thought. Well, number one, you know, I heard that brought up on the morning show today, uh, is, is Kyrie the Kanye of the 
you know, of the NBA. Geez, that sounds like something I've heard more, before. More piracy? More piracy? I mean, well, you said here's, that, here's you said one thing that would, at this exact same time yesterday. Well, this here's one thing that I would point out. So remember a few weeks back when you used that great line about the Rambi, and you've been using it for a while in terms of Kurt Rambis and, and company. You talked about it for years. Yes. I thought that was Alan Hahn's line. No. Uh, no, it was not Alan whoa, Hahn's whoa, line. Whoa, whoa, Bubba. It, wow. just, as, just as who you got was not the producer right. of First and, and Take. You know, and you know what? I don't feel bad now that First Take pirated who you got from Bubba. I don't. <laughs> I don't feel bad for it anymore. I'm just joking. I, did, I, I did know who's Right up until that is. moment. Right I know. Moment. I was always on your side on that. Bubba, Bubba, you and I, you know what? We're just not seeing eye to eye this week, man. We had the Dak Prescott stuff. The best quarterback, right? Yeah, we, we had that ridiculousness. And now we're having today, we're having a moment. I don't know what's going on, man. I, I don't get it. I don't like that we're not on the same page. But but I'm getting a little too much spice from you. So um, Han did that to you a few weeks back. Yes, that happened. Did you notice? Did you notice that like this topic happened to come up today when Han is on the morning show? I did notice that. So, I heard it. Like, is the common theme here when it comes to theft of intellectual property, Alan Han? I, I mean, listen, he, he's been known to pirate things in the past. There was a co-host on a show that Alan Hahn and I happened to be on back in the day that referred to him as Hack Sparrow. Oh. So, I mean, it's, oh. it's, 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 it's not uncommon for Alan Hahn to steal things that he happens to like. But again, I try to look at it as a compliment more than anything else. Okay. I just would ask that Alan Hahn cite his work. Yes. The KJM crew, like when you take something from – us or other on-air talents, at least just say where you got it from. Exactly, exactly. Now, having said all of that, Chris, last night I put together a little game for you to play, and it is simply called, Who Said It? Kyrie or Kanye? I will give you a statement, and you will tell me who said it, Kyrie or Kanye. You ready? All right, let's do it. All right. I am a proud non-reader of books. Who said it? Ooh, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go, Kyrie. That was Kanye. Kanye is a proud non-reader of books. Yes, multiple. But he's a a songwriter. (laughs) Yes. How does that? How I don't even understand how that works. All right, we got to get the game moving. Okay. All right. Go ahead. Go ahead. Multiple Bentleys isn't making anyone financially set. Who said it? Kanye. Kyrie. Kyrie. Yes. Kyrie. It's not about the money, baby. It's not about the money. All right, I'm 0 for 2. I hate it when I'm on a flight and I wake up with a water bottle next to me. Oh, great. Now I got to be responsible for this water bottle. Kanye. Correct. Is the internet real for you in your life? Kyrie. That's two in a row. I I wish they'd make a new grease. Ooh, I'm going to go Kanye. Kyrie. Kyrie wants another grease? Yes, apparently okay. so. Him Didn't like the graphics now. in the movie. Uh, yeah. I have like nuclear power, like a superhero, like Cyclops when he puts his glasses on. That's Kanye. It's got to be Kanye. Absolutely, that's Kanye. Yeah. I have been musically inclined since I picked up an interest instrument in fourth grade. Uh, see, you want me to say Kanye, so I'm going to go Kyrie. I'm going to go Kyrie. Correct. Just imagine if I woke up one day and I was whack. What would I do then? Kanye, no doubt. The age of no more secrets is upon us. 
<laughs> I'm going to say Kanye. That was Kyrie. Ah! That was Kyrie. Yes. Oh, my gosh. Okay. I All love right. sleep. It's my favorite. Kyrie. That was Kanye. Oh. My intellect is everything I'm awake to. Kyrie. I have a great smile. A lot of people don't know that. Kanye. That was Draymond Green, actually. I'm sorry. Oh, come, on, come on, man. You can't do that. <laughs> <laughs> <Throw the> curveball. <laughs> Nuno, you ready to try one? All right, one, and then we got to go out. We got to save some of these. Okay. I'm a robot. You cannot offend a robot. That's Kyrie. No, that's, that's Kanye. That's, that's Kanye. why this is yeah, a great I game. I knew that. You that don't know crazy. who said what. You don't know who said what. So, yeah, it's official. Kyrie is the Kanye of the NBA. There's there no you go. about it. Maybe we'll play a little bit more later on. It's Canty and Carlin in for Grinny on ESPN Radio and on ESPN Plus. Up next, there's some sneaky big news that we should all be paying attention to. That in moments. Canty and Carlin for Grinny, ESPN Radio. Greeny, the podcast. Ten seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships. Your skills. Your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? <laughs> Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, shopify.com slash network. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day, but sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. A baseball story you need to be paying attention to. Canty and Carlin, ESPN Radio, in for Greeny, presented by Progressive Insurance. Friends, the road to the rematch is on. As Bantamboy champ Juliana Pena and former champ Amanda Nunes go head-to-head as coaches on the historic 30th season of The Ultimate Fighter. Stream the series now exclusively on ESPN+. Plus. Sign up at ESPN+. Plus. Dot com. You know what we have right now? We've got sneaky big news. So last night, did you catch the Red Sox game up in Toronto against the Blue Jays? I did not. So the Red Sox blew the lead late, and Vlad Guerrero ends up winning it uh, in a walk-off for the uh, Toronto Blue Jays. Now, if these two teams uh, right now 
were to meet in the postseason, this is actually the matchup, I should say, uh, if the season ended today. These two teams would meet in the postseason, and Mm -hmm. it would be a series in Toronto. Well, why did the Red Sox blow the game last night? They were without their closer, that being Tanner Houck, because Tanner Houck is not vaccinated and not allowed in Canada. So who, so they closed to, for the, who closed for the Red Sox? Well, they started with Tyler Danish, and then Hansel Robles came on. H- Hansel Robles of New York Mets fame? Yes. Oh, he's a gas can. Yes, he <laughs> no is. No wonder, no wonder it didn't go their way. <laughs> Flames it is. <laughs> At any rate, the game obviously went to the Blue Jays when Robles uh, – you know, blew, completely blew it, and Guerrero wins it with an RBI single. Here's mm-hmm. Buster Olney this morning on KJM about this whole situation and how this could really play out. Well, on a scale of 1 to 10, in terms of the potential of how important it would be, you'd have to have it at a 9 or a 10. Because when you look at the American League East standings, like the Yankees are running away with it. So if, in fact, the Red Sox and Blue Jays make the playoffs, it's very likely they're going to play each other. That's just how the standings are playing out. And the entire first round of the playoffs this year, the team with the better record is the home team. So the Red Sox, if they were to play the Blue Jays in the playoffs today, that series would be in Toronto, which which would mean that Tanner Houck, their closer, unless he's vaccinated, would not be available. We don't know if Chris Sale, their ace who's coming back, uh, has gotten vaccinated. You know, we don't know if he's going to be available for that series. And by the way, games 157, 158, 159 of the regular season in Toronto for the Red Sox. So this is something uh, worth watching and, and worth hearing about the conversations within that clubhouse about some of their better players not being available and the Red Sox being at a competitive disadvantage. Remember, that's Chris Sale, too, who is also not vaccinated. Should he be back and ready to go? I mean, Chris, that is something that if I'm Tanner Houck and I'm watching that last night, Maybe I have to change my mind about the situation. Well, here's the thing, Carlin. I don't know how you can reconcile not being vaccinated and doing everything you can to help your team compete at a championship level. At this it just point, does, it just doesn't It just doesn't make any sense. And when you consider the AL East, I mean, you're talking about these teams being separated by the smallest of margins, right? You're talking about three teams in a division within a game and a half of each other. A game and a half. I mean, that's the Boston Red Sox, the Toronto Blue Jays, and the Tampa Bay Rays. And if the playoffs were to start today, those are the three wildcard teams in the American League. So you know that this is going to come down to the wire. You absolutely know that. And so for you to help your team, you've got to be available, Carlin. And here's the thing, you not being able to pitch in a game could be the difference in why your team doesn't get there. Because you're talking about facing off against those teams 19 times a year. Missing one of those games becomes huge when you're talking about a game and a half separating those three teams. That's it. Listen, here's what I know. The Toronto Blue Jays are a tremendous offensive team that really hasn't hit their stride completely yet. Yeah. You know, and when they really start hitting like they're capable of, this is going to get more and more difficult for a team like the Red Sox. This is why everybody before the season was that worried about the Blue Jays. And now if they start to get it going, uh, the Red Sox, I think we can agree, they've been a, a nice, pleasant surprise. Mm-hmm. You need to get this straightened out. You need to get uh, this fixed. Yeah, there, there's no question about it. The Red Sox have got to have their pitching staff whole in order to have a chance because they just don't have the thump in their lineup like teams like Toronto, like the Yankees. They just don't. And so they're going to have to have, you know, Tanner Hawk and Chris Sale be a part of whatever they're trying to do once they get to the postseason, once we start talking about October baseball. And, Carlin, 
them having this stance of not being vaccinated. I, I just don't know if there's any room for it in terms of being able to have your team in position to be able to overcome those things. I just don't know that they're going to be – I don't know that this version of the Boston Red Sox are capable of doing that. Canty and Carlin in for Grinny on ESPN Radio. Caesar Sportsbook has posted this for us, speaking of the Yankees. Aaron Judge potentially breaking Roger Maris's record, okay? So, in other words, if Aaron Judge is to go over 61 home runs, the over right now – is it plus 300? The under, is it minus 400? Which one are you going? I'm going under, man. I mean, listen, he's played in 73, yeah. day, 73 games. He's got 28 home runs. I just, I, I, I mean, he'd have to pick up the pace in dramatic fashion in order to pass Maris. I, I just don't see it happening, but I don't think it really matters. I mean, I don't think Aaron Judge is thinking about that. I think he's thinking about trying to put together a really, really good season that's going to get him the kind of contract that he wants once we get to the winter meetings and we start getting the free agency. But I'll tell you Aaron, what. Judge, Aaron Judge has been huge for this team in terms of setting the tone, and he's got this Yankees team off to one of the best starts in the franchise's history. He is not getting any help from the umpires either. How about this? He has been victimized by 50 called strikes outside the zone this year. No other player in baseball has had more than 40. Wow. And he's still having the year that he's having. Thanks for listening to Greeny the Podcast. You can listen live each weekday morning at 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio and see it with the video on ESPN+. Also catch Greeny on Get Up weekday mornings at 8 on ESPN and also available wherever you get your podcast. 10 seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships, your skills, your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, shopify.com slash network.